All right, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of the Black Flag Playbook presented by Only Podiums, brought to you by the Black Flag Podcast. I am Bradley Sauce here. Uh, Reagan, Parent, and Mason Dunn join me on this for the second week in a row. We got a three-man crew. Uh, I am currently in the middle of the woods bumming Wi-Fi off of a camp store, so um, hopefully this uh, this turns out good for everyone. But uh, yeah, we got uh, we got a we got an important weekend on tap. We got Loudon weekend. It's one that's uh, near and dear, close to all of our hearts, uh, at least up in the Northeast here. And uh, it's, we only get them once this year. So, or actually the last few years. So um, definitely looking forward to getting over to New Hampshire Motor Speedway. I feel like this is probably, if you uh, have been a long time listener of this show, um, this is one where going into it, there's just, I mean, you could take a glance at the notes, but uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of eye tests involved. There's a lot of just years and years and years and years of watching uh, the races, um, you know, some in the middle of the rain, some without the rain. So got a little bit of experience over at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Looking forward to uh, recording, recording this one. Um, but uh, obviously, like we do every single week, we got to recap last week. So I went plus 650 for a, a new season total of eighteen hundred and eighty five dollars. Reagan went plus 1,475 for a new total of $2,253. And Mason went plus 100 for a new total of 3,200. So everyone is plus money. So that we'll take that. We love that. Uh, hopefully people that, uh, you know, we saw a couple bet slips, people tagging along. We appreciate that. And uh, thank you guys all for listening. Um, I swept the trucks. Reagan swept Xfinity. Um, Mason, what you, would you have last weekend the hit? Uh, I believe it was the Corey Heim win, and that might have been about it. We had oh. we had Priest top ten in the bag. Mm. We had it in the bag, and then the bag ripped. You, you came damn near a Haley top five as well. Um, yeah, I, I will. So, not that he was ever going to be on my slip, um, ever. But uh, you can put Justin Haley in the Parker Kligerman category. Um, that was a that was a lock. That was an easy easy plus eighteen hundred if he would have just been a good teammate and uh, done what he was supposed to do. But, uh, you know, uh, there, there's been very few races that I've been standing up in the middle of my um, kitchen slash living room slash camper, just jumping up and down, watching the finish of. And uh, I was guaranteeing and convinced that uh, going into that final lap, that Daniel Hemrick was going to win that Xfinity Series race. Uh, Brad Kozlowski looked good in the NAS, NAS Cup race, and uh, I felt good about just sweeping the whole weekend. And uh, unfortunately, only had the truck wins, but... Uh, We'll take uh we'll take a couple wins and we'll take a positive result going into this weekend, which uh, I feel pretty good about. So, um, yeah, I mean they got uh, they just got Nasfinity and we got the uh, the Winston Cup over there at uh, the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, uh, Xfinity at Loudon. Let's start there. We got uh, the ten, who is uh Austin Dillon, and the nineteen is going to be Joe Graff Jr. Um, those are the two notables, two uh, cars that swap drivers every fucking week. Um, going off of the Atlanta top five, John Hunter Nemechek picked up the win over said Daniel Hemrick, Cole Custer, Justin Haley, who ran out of gas, but uh, still finished fourth. And uh, Sam Mayer. Um, Loudon in 2022, Justin Allgaier picked up the win over Trevor Bain. Is that Brandon fucking Brown? Uh, yep. Jeremy Clements and Sheldon Creed. Uh, interesting. Interesting for sure. Um uh, stage one last year at Loud in the Xfinity series. Uh, looks like uh, Ryan Sieg picked up a win over Ty Gibbs, AJ Allmendinger. Uh, who who would have been driving the 88 car? I think that was Big Bill Byron that weekend. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Brandon Brown. Brandon Brown had a pretty fucking solid day. 
Uh, yeah, Bill Byron uh, the uh, in the 88, I believe, picked up the stage two win over Ty Gibbs, uh, Edge Amadinger, Trevor Bain, and uh, Daniel Humrick. So, yeah, just the just the mess of uh, results for that race. Um, I could tell you that my driver is not in, uh, probably wasn't in that race last year, and uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend for sure. So last year, Josh Berry picked up the pole. Um, pretty, uh, pretty solid, uh, pretty solid running for him. 29.952, um, put him on the pole. Um, average running position in the race, uh, Landon Castle was in the 10, uh, ran an average position of fourth. Justin Allgaier and Trevor Bain had a five for fifth. Noah Gregson, seventh. Sheldon Creed, ninth. AJ Allmendinger, 11th. Brandon Brown and Ty Dillon, 12th. Um, fastest laps in the race last year. Ty Gibbs, 33. Justin Allgaier, 24. Landon Castle, 21. Bill Byron, 17. Trevor Bain, 16. Josh Berry, 5. Sheldon Creed, 4. Um, yeah, laps led. Ty Gibbs, 49. Justin Allgaier, 47. Bill Byron, 22. Trevor Bain, Landon Castle, 17. Brandon Brown, 12. Josh Berry, 11. And uh, Creed and Sieg, something. Um, yeah, so... Uh, JGR has won six of the last seven Loudon races. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the in uh, Mason's metric, we want to take people through the, the Mason's metric there. Yeah, based off uh, the last race, the last race here at the Speedway, um, the last three that we've had, and the last three of similar tracks, which I believe I went with Dover, Dover Gateway, and. I don't know for it's funny, it was Dover, Dover, Martinsville, and Phoenix. So they're all about a mile. They're all pretty flat, tricky corners. Um, but right off that, Austin Hill, uh, who comes off off the rip at 8.57, Parker Clitterman 8.73, John Hunter at a 9.9, Sammy Smith at 11.33, and Sam Mayer rounds out the top five at 11.67. Of note. Austin Hill and John Hunter Nemechek are matching an average finish of 7.8 for the entire season. So they are pretty stout when it comes to the top 10s. And I actually think we got some top five odds on Caesars this week. So that's going to be an interesting wrinkle to our picks. I'm looking at those right now. Um, but then your boy Custer, since Richmond, man, he's on a, he's on a tear. Two wins, eight top fives, 11 top 10s, and – what is that? Twelve starts with an average finish of four point one. Yeah, guys, I mean, guys found his stride. We can we can just go straight into uh, Xfinity bets right off rolling off of that one right there. A man that uh, or a kid, I guess I saw pick up his first uh, win in the uh, the big three, the top three series, became the youngest winner, and I believe the top three series at the time. I think he was fifteen or sixteen. Uh, picked up a win at New Hampshire Motor Speedway in a truck, a JRM truck of all. Ball trucks, uh, Cole Custer. That's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a pick to win. I think it's gonna be, I think he's gonna be a dominant, dominant car on Saturday. What do you think, Reagan? I, I see. Yeah, you. I shied away working. from him the same way I, I kind of shied away from Hemrick in the top three last week because I didn't want to just be doing what I thought we all were gonna do. But he, you know, he's definitely a top pick. Um, for me, for the win. There's the you know Nemechek jumps off the page at you because he's been good. JGR's got a hellacious rapport at the speedway, both at Xfinity and Cup. 
But I'm thinking I'm going to go – I'm going to pivot in the JGR camp, and I'm going to go with Sammy Smith at a plus 750 to get the ship rightened, get back on the horse. Um, probably going to remind him of a lot of tracks that he ran in the super late, and I, and I think he could run a very smart race and find himself at least in contention, if not the winner at the end of the race. Uh, Reagan, Reagan is uh, – uh, uh, I don't know, smirking and shaking his head horizontally like he either really agrees with us or super disagrees with us. So I'm, I'm going to go with that he has a lot of the same picks as us, but what are you thinking, Reagan? So I had Sammy Smith chalked down for a top three, actually. So I had him as a, as a top, my top three pick at plus 200, and I am also staying in the JGR camp, but I'm riding with John Hunter Nemechek for the win. Back-to-back here, plus 250 to win. He's the favorite. I don't see why he couldn't be the favorite considering how good they've been at this racetrack every time they've gone there. So John Hernimacek plus 250 for the win. Sammy Smith plus 200 for the top three. We're going back-to-back in Xfinity. You don't want to bet Joe Graff to bring the trophy to the BFP banner? I mean, I hope I see him out there. I mean, it'd be pretty cool. But um, I think John Hernimacek's taking this one home. I can say if uh, is if Joe Graf is he in the nineteen or is he in the other car? He's in the nineteen. Ooh, I mean, I might have to sprinkle something on the Caesar Sportsbook for a top five, but I'm sticking with these two for my win and my uh, top three. Yeah, I think uh, going into this weekend, I think Joe Graf probably has a decent amount of experience in New Hampshire Motor Speedway uh, over a lot of the guys in the field, and that nineteen car has been pretty stout. If only you could get a top ten bet from uh, the Xfinity series in the Barstool Sportsbook. That would be uh, that'd be something I would definitely keep an eye on. I would say that my Scott Fowler lock of the week is going to be Joe Graff Jr. being at the party with the trophy. Uh, that'll be still to come. Uh, but uh, going off of the uh, the top three, the only podiums, podium uh, picks, I guess, of the, of the week, um, thank you to Jay Townsend for always being on board. And uh, uh, for my podium pick, uh, someone that's going to finish uh, in the top three, I feel good about it. Uh, it's not good odds, but it would cover my Cole Custer win if that doesn't hit. And we could go into Sunday with an even slate. I am just going to go with the uh, engine engine number seven of uh, Justin Allgaier for a top three. Uh, guy's been stout throughout this whole year, pretty much. He's been consistent. He hasn't picked up a ton of wins, but uh, I would be pretty shocked if on Saturday I am not shit-faced in the stands uh, watching either the double zero or the seven end up in victory lane. Uh, those two, I'm, uh, I'm definitely going to ride with. And, uh, Hey, you know what? Like, like everyone has mentioned, John Hernamachek has been stout, a guy that is a threat at every single racetrack, but man, I, I don't think you can go. I think that there's maybe four drivers that could win on Saturday. And, uh, I think Cole Custer and Justin Aguirre are both two of them. So, um, yeah, uh, that's gonna be my uh, that's gonna be my podium pick, uh, Mason. Do you already rattle off here too, or uh, was I was I snoozing over here? I, I lost. No, it. I just just did winner, but I, I was also gonna point out, you know, I think we're overlooking Chandler Smith in this in this t- discussion. I do like him at a plus one thousand win. Um, not to be my main pick, but I think I think he's a guy with with college momentum that could rattle off um, at least a top three, if not a dub. But I think for what I'm going to do, what I shied away from doing last week, and I'm going to go with a very motivated, very angry Daniel Hemrick for top three plus 700. And then I'm going to go a little crazy. 
as I was just looking over this, and I, I kind of like this. The team's been growing, um, and he's run well on tricky tracks. I think for my – I'm going to go with a top five bet. Uh, where do you go? I'm going to go with a top five bet out of the Jordan Anderson stable. I'm going to take a Parker Retzlaff top five at plus 2,500. And now you can get the uh, you can get the top five over on Caesar Sportsbook wherever that is available. That's not something that's readily available for uh, us betting on uh, DraftKings. I am in New Hampshire. I've been in New Hampshire since uh, I guess uh, Tuesday uh, when you're hearing this. So I'll be here all the way until next Monday. But uh, just looking down through, and you just said that uh, Daniel Hemrick was at a a plus seven hundred for a top three. Uh, I don't want it. It's probably not going to be on the official card. But I will say that one more blue can in me tonight. And uh, I just took a look over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Daniel Hemrick is plus 1,100 for a top three. Um, and uh, Daniel Hemrick was uh, pretty solid there last year. And so this is why I say that I think there's only four guys that can win uh, it, uh, at this racetrack on Sunday. I think that John Hernimacek could. John uh, Justin Allgaier could. Cole Custer could. And then, I mean, it's... I mean, is it is it an Austin Hill who's just been good everywhere this year at all times? I mean, I, I, like we all mentioned, we're we're fading the eight car for now. Sammy Smith's been good, but Sammy Smith doesn't have a lot of experience at Loudon. Austin Dillon is Austin Dillon. Chandler Smith doesn't have a lot of experience at Loudon. Sam Mayer sucks. Sheldon Creed can't finish the job to save his life. And then you get to Brandon Jones, Riley Herbst, Daniel Hemrick, Parker Click. All those guys are. I mean, the most hit or miss guys that are that are in the field. So really, I think that it's those three, John Hernemichek, Justin Allgaier, or Cole Custer. And then uh, I think that there's a wide variety of guys that could get up there and, and mix around. But I, I don't think that it's going to be too far off of those three for the actual winner. Daniel Hemrick at plus 1,100 for a top three is crazy, crazy value for a guy that probably has more experience than just about everyone ahead of him, minus Justin Allgaier at this racetrack. So... Um, that I think that once we're done recording, I'm going to go crack open a blue can and put place a bet on that. But uh, officially on the record, uh, I'll be taking Cole Custer to win plus six fifty and Justin Allgaier just uh, just even money plus a or plus a hundred. Um, so uh, Reagan, what do you got? Let's rattle off uh, our picks before we move on to the Cup Series. I have a John Hunter Nemechek going back to back for the win at plus two fifty and a Sammy Smith top three. At plus 200. Mason, Mason. What, what do you got one more time? The the Sammy win, the Hemrick top three, and the Retzlaff top five. But I also have a question for you. Yep. How many blue cans is it going to take for you to throw a dollar each on Patrick Emmerling and C.J. McLaughlin for top fives to plus 10,000? Um, uh, a dollar to win a thousand or a, a hundred. Um. Being that uh, CJ McLaughlin is a friend of the program, been on the program before, uh, just actually hung out with him at Charlotte last month or two months ago now, probably we'll see him at Loudon, probably will be at the party. Um, I don't think it would take many. Uh, now, Patrick Emmerling, I'm not a big Patrick Emmerling guy, whether it's modifieds or anything else. So um, it would probably take about precisely 42 blue cans before I put a dollar on him. But uh, being that CJ is a friend of the program, I'll, I'll do that right now, right after I place that Hemrick bet. <laughs> we need, we I like, need some of Papa Timmons' uh, winnings from Vegas to bet on. Yeah, that yeah. Was... I, I I could use a lot of that right now. So we didn't really discuss it, but uh, Barstool 
Um, we discussed it before we went green here with the show, but the Barstool Sportsbook went over a uh, this massive overhaul, 72-hour update, finally launched the site again. I have $270-plus of winnings just sitting in my account. Now, every time I've cashed out from the Barstool Sportsbook, it has taken less than 20 minutes to get my money, and it's always sent to PayPal just right to my account. Seamless, perfect, easy. Nope, not this time. It says pending. And then 20 minutes later, it says declined. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Mind you that I can't I can't send money to PayPal or my debit card anymore. I can only send it directly to my actual bank account because it says I've never deposited with PayPal or my debit card before, which is literally all I've ever used. So super headache. Been twenty it's been like a 36 hour process now, but it was only it was only so long because I submitted all these withdrawals and they didn't go through. And then I didn't realize that it said it was declined until later last night. So not only so I was on the phone actually at dinner with this dude, some some chase fella. He's like, yeah, they're pending. So you're going to email when they're not. And I'm like, thank you. You're so much help. So now my money's just floating around in the abyss, right? Well, apparently, I don't know if it's Barstool or something else, but now I can't even get into my actual bank account to transfer money over to bet on DraftKings. And I actually had money on PayPal which I was going to transfer to my actual bank account. So I at least knew that I had that much money to gamble. And I can't even fucking do that because all my PayPal transactions get declined now. So Barstool's fucked, PayPal's fucked, Venmo's fucked, and my actual bank account is fucked. And we are three days from going green at Loudon. So um, yeah, it's just been an absolute shit show. But uh, once I can actually log in and put some money on my account, I will be uh, putting a dollar on CJ just because you offered or just because you mentioned it. Um, and, uh, that Daniel Hemrick plus 1100 is a mighty, mighty tasty. So, uh, I guess that wraps up the Xfinity series and, uh, got to, uh, got to give a shout out to Woody, Woody, Woody Pickett got us a, a sponsor for uh, this week's episode, which is great. Um, going into Loudon weekend, the BFP banger is undoubtedly the most expensive weekend for any of us. Um, I mean, even just buying a folding table is like 40 fucking dollars. Uh, and, and not only that, but you gotta go, we gotta buy cornhole bags. We got like a, a, this big, you gotta, you gotta get some party favors, right? So we got this big inflatable cactus with the, the cooler. We're going to have jello shots lining it with a probably bush light or something cheap, but it, it just, you gotta get people there. You gotta make people have a good time. We had to buy, uh, you know, a bunch of strobe lights and stuff. Uh, unfortunately, our good friend, Joey Parker is not going to be there this year. And he, he really set everything up for the most part. So we got to get a bunch of lights. We, got, we had to get three or four banners. We had to get the banner stands. We got a flagpole, literally, literally like uh, close to $700 worth of shit, like when it's all said and done. Um, and so we're just scraping the bottom of the barrel, just trying to make all this work. And uh, Woody, Woody sent over a sponsor, was going to sponsor this past week's uh, show, but uh, they're going to jump on the, the playbook this week, which is going to be probably a pretty anticipated one. I think that I know a lot of friends that are going to be going to the racetrack um and they're going to be tuning tune into this so uh this, this is going to be good this is uh this is mike holmes excavation uh they're out of fremont new hampshire 603 or 235-7233 if you need any land clearing excavation or septic system service uh contact mike holmes and son excavation uh again that is 603 and they're out of Fremont, New Hampshire. And uh, we appreciate them being on board. We appreciate Woody for sending them our way. And, uh, you know, they're they're helping us out with uh, they're, they're really helping us out with the BFP banger. So, uh, like I mentioned, not only on top of everything that I just said and all that stuff that we got to pay for, uh, we got 
we got a uh, hundred koozies, which is just shy of $200. And those are just going to be given out for free. So that is just all typically money out of our pocket. So, um, you know, when people jump on board and they, they support our show that, uh, that helps alleviate some of that cost. So, um, thank you to them. Thank you to Woody. Like I mentioned, thank you to only podiums, which we've already mentioned. And, uh, obviously once we get into the cup series, we will uh, talk later in the show about the Scott Fowler lock of the week. I can tell you that the Scott Fowler lock of the week is me deleting, uh, over a hundred beers from the minute that I get to Loudon to the time that I leave Loudon. But, uh, going into the NASCAR cup series race, uh, notables in the lineup, uh, the 15 is going to be Ryan Newman and the 51 is going to be Cole Custer. Uh, last week at Atlanta, the top five, William Byron, Dan Suarez, AJ Allmendinger, Michael McDowell, and Kyle Busch. Loudon in 2022, Chris Rebell picked up the win over Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Martin Truex Jr., and Kevin Harvick. Uh, stage one last year, the uh, uh, Truex swept both stages. Bubba finished. Stalker. Yeah, Bubba finished second and tenth in uh, in the, the two stages last year. Um, Kyle Larson finished third and fifth. Chase Elliott finished fourth and third. Uh, Kevin Harvick finished one, two, three, four, five, five, fifth and second. Uh, Joey Logano, well, I guess Joey Logano didn't finish in the top 10 in both stages. Tyler Reddick was seventh and sixth. And Bill Byron was ninth and eighth. So, uh, yeah, those are all the guys that, uh, were running obviously pretty well. We'll get, we'll get to that with the average running position. Martin Truex Jr. had an average running position of third. Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick had an average running position of fifth. Bubba Wallace and Joey Logano had an average running position of sixth. Bell and Larson, seventh. Byron, tenth. Hamlin, twelfth. Fastest laps last year. Martin Truex Jr. had 48. Kevin Harvick had 34. Chase Elliott had 30. Chris Rebell had 28. Kurt Busch had 22. Kyle Larson had 19. And Bubba Wallace had 10. Laps led. Truex, 172 of them. Chris Rebell, 42, Kurt Busch, 40, Joey Logano, 25, Chase Elliott, 13, Chase Briscoe, 6, and uh, that Harrison Burton, 3? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Chris Rebell at Loudon, three cup races, one win, two top threes, um, P28 in the 95 back in uh, 2020, three Xfinity Series races, three wins. William Byron, average average uh, finish of uh, 5.9 in the last 10 races. Two wins, five top fives, eight top tens. Kyle Busch, average average uh, finishing position of uh, 9.2 in the last 10 races. Two wins, five top tens, uh, five top five, sorry, and uh, eight top tens. Um, sorry, uh, I'm doing a little uh, drug deal. Uh, let's see. And uh, the Masons metric. William Byron comes in at a, a 7.33, Chase Elliott an 8.1, uh, Kurt Bush, or Kyle Busch, sorry, at a 8.77, Denny Hamlin at a 9.67, Brad Kozlowski at a 9.70, Dan Suarez at a 10.37, uh, Age Almendinger at a 11.63, Chris Rebell at 11.80, Michael McDowell at a 14.67, and Austin Sindrick at a 14.97. Boys, who do we feel good about? going into Sunday at Loudoun. Uh, I'm riding with the Joe Gibbs cars here, like I did in the Xfinity series. I'm going to take Denny Hamlin to win at plus 700. Yeah, I'm looking at the guys that are that are giving back 
to the local racing community this week. I'm looking at the guys that are going to get some extra laps in in something other than a cup car. I like a Kyle Busch at plus 1,000. But I also really love the risky bet. And it's not really that risky. A Dan swore as a plus 4,000. He needs it. He needs the win. He's behind the rest of the team. He needs to get lots in the playoffs. And, and this could be a good weekend for it. A little Thunder Road could, you know, waken the uh, the juices inside of him. I, uh, as long as he I, doesn't uh, get the tire barrier. Isn't that race canceled? Is yeah, it? I, I hate I hate to be the bearer of that. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Dan Suarez is going to be uh, just sitting at home marinating his uh, his juices. They ain't going to be flowing when he's uh, flying around the high banks. Running well, then he gets a couple extra Modellos. Yeah, yeah. He'll be, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe he'll uh, run up there with his whatever he drives as a daily driver, like a fucking Mazda CX-6 or whatever. Um, yeah, Ray, Reagan, so you said you're going with uh, with Denny Hamlin. Um, I, uh, uh, for my win, so we'll, we'll just rattle off the winner. I, it's really hard for, for anyone to bet against those top three. The top three on DraftKings right now, Chris Rebell, Martin Turex Jr., and Denny Hamlin. Um, Chris Bell comes in as the favorite plus 550 Martin Truex Jr. plus 650. Now, I think that uh, I think Chris Rebell and Martin Truex Jr. will be up front for a good chunk of the day. But uh, just thinking about how fast that 19 car has been over the last handful of races, I got to go with uh, I got to go with Joe Gibbs as well. I'm going with Martin Truex Jr. for the win plus 650. And uh, yeah, so Mason, you, 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 you got to you gotta change your pick or what, what are you doing? I'm going with the first one. I'm going with the Kyle Bush then. If the poor poor Dan doesn't get to run a Thunder Road, which maybe it's our fault. We're not recording on Thursday, and usually we're sitting here watching a Thunder Road, so maybe it's our fault. Yeah, could could we have recorded tomorrow, Brad, since you weren't going anymore? Or how well, does we, that work? We certainly we certainly could have. Um, and it was. I think it's going to rain for the majority of the day tomorrow, so that probably would have been fine. But. Uh, when it are, also it, does give everybody an extra day to listen to us to prepare for this great weekend in New it, Hampshire. It, of it does. And it, it does. And not only that, but I do have a lot of friends that are going to be in their cars tomorrow morning. Uh, you know, whether it's going down to the Loudoun uh, camping lot, the tent lot, trying to get a spot. So the way that they do headed down to the SRX race tomorrow. Yes. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I actually have a ton of friends that are going down to the SRX race, but uh, a lot of those same friends, and uh, actually, some some friends I, I have that have reached out to me. So the way that they do camping in tents at New Hampshire Motor Speedway is they don't do any pre-sale. They have one tent lot and it's first come, first serve at 7 a.m. on Thursday morning. So I have not even joking, like four or five good buddies that literally leave their house at like 3 a.m. And they get down there. So they're one of the first ones in line. They set up their whole tent set up and they're they're basically gonna get, you know, get everything set up, probably make a little bit of breakfast and then just get in the car and boogie on down to Stafford. So it's good that we're recording early. Uh I definitely like to get it out of the way because I, I typically do at least I gotta go through everyone's uh you know Patreon picks and stuff like that uh on Thursdays. So one less thing to do tomorrow is good. And we had already planned on doing it Wednesday. So uh that just allows us to be able to watch the SRX race tomorrow, which uh, I'm looking forward to. But um yeah, so I uh wait. Did, so did did you tw- switch your pick or did you? Just... I, well, originally he went I, with I, his original pick. Yeah, I listed Kyle Bush first. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, like the Dan Suarez risky pick, and I still kind of do like it. 
I think I think the Amido, you know, he he's number six on the metric. He's not far off the pace. Uh, um, it could be a good weekend for him. I would I would list Dan Suarez at a top five at like plus. Like I don't know what is it right now. Let's see. top five, Dan Suarez plus five fifty. I'd put it at like a nine fifty. I don't think that it's even. I don't think he's gonna sniff a top five. Um. Uh, that's just that might just be me and the fact that I just find him. I mean, he's not even like you can't even call him overrated. Um, I just yeah, I don't think he's gonna do that do that good. But uh, I don't know. Looking down, so actually, Kyle Busch is gonna be. What were you gonna say, Reagan? One person's odds that jumps out at me for some reason, which I don't know why. When I was scrolling through it, like his odds to win are high or like pretty high. But when I scroll over and I look, Harrison Burton for a top three is never at five twenty five. Like, what person bet on him to finish in the top five that his odds are now that low? Jeff Burton. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Like I looked up on Sunday during the Atlanta race, and he was up front. I think like I, I want to say it Harrison fourth, I just Burton. Went, I just went. Oh, that. I don't know last if this long. is a typo. But his odds to win the race are plus fifty thousand, and when I scroll over, his odds for a top three are plus five twenty five. I don't know, like <laughs> what the barstool workers are thinking. Maybe, maybe barstool's wrong. still broken. I don't know, but uh, Caesars has him at a plus seventy five hundred. And then I scroll three. back, I scroll back over, and for a top five finish, he's at plus five thousand. So you can get him at a top three for plus five twenty five or a top five for plus five thousand. I I tell you what, it it feels incredibly disrespectful uh, for me to not put <laughs> five bucks on the old pal Noah Gregson to pick up the win. Uh, it's been stated if you've listened to the actual Black Flag podcast with Noah that uh, Loudon is most certainly his favorite racetrack of all time, um, and uh, the odds are plus fifty thousand for a win. Five dollars pays uh two thousand five hundred and five dollars. So um might have to just sprinkle a little bit on that. You know, you never know when the, the rain's gonna come. They might cancel it, maybe a little bit of strategy play out of old fucking Luke. And uh yeah, if Luke Lambert can get him up front and uh then we get a strike of lightning by the spotter stand and has to get everyone evacuated, I I would be oh boy, I'd be pumped. Uh, even a top five, so five dollars pays three hundred and five. I mean, that might be what I sprinkle it on because you know, Noah can't get that lucky. This year's just been so bad for him, unfortunately. Just uh, whether it was luck or just, you know, what they bring to the racetrack, it's just been tough. Um, so so I'm taking Truex to win. That's a given. Uh, Truex is always good there. One guy whose odds actually... But he's out. never won, though. He's never actually won at Loudon? He's never won at his 17th home track. Wow. This will make the trifecta of home track wins. That was your iFantasy race. Well, He tweeted well, that earlier. Well, and I and I think that that's probably what uh, I think that that's what he's going to do. I think he's going to go out there. He's, I don't know that he's. I mean, he's he's obviously had good seasons, but I just feel like he's just been man, momentum building for so long now. Um, I, I think that he's going to be pretty good. I, I'll uh, I'll take him for the win. One guy that really sticks out at me that I I kind of wanted to go for um, go for the win. That um, you know he's been really solid since he's come back too, and just showing just seeing how good he was last year here. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize how good he was. Was Chase Elliott, um, you know, finishing the top five in both stages, 
finished second in the race behind Christopher Bell, uh, second on Mason's metric there. And, you know, he led, I mean, he led 13 laps, but he also had 30 of the fastest laps, uh, coming in third on that, on that list. I mean, Chase Elliott's plus 1200 to win this thing. I mean, man, that's, uh, that, that's, uh, that, I don't know. That's, that's super intriguing to me. When, when you let in with, since he came back for some reason, my head thought you were going with the, we're going to bank on weather and, and, and put a Ryan Newman win in there. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Did you know, you know, weather's coming that 51 staying out or 15 staying out. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. So I actually, I will say uh, full transparency. Um, I did have Kyle Bush for a top three on my notes, but seeing the odds that Chase Elliott's getting right now for a, for a top three plus three forty, uh, I just think that that's that's about that's a bit of a, a misprint. I think that there's something wrong there. So I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Chase Elliott, the number nine, for a top three. Uh, get him on the podium for uh, you know the only podium pals of the week. Um, you know plus three forty is uh, is pretty good for uh, for old Chase uh, Reagan. Who are you thinking for a, a podium? Uh, I'm riding with the Toyota camp here, but I'm switching off a of JGR. I'm going to take Tyler Reddick at plus 500 for a top three. That's, like. that's not bad. Um, hmm, that's got me questioning mine because, you know, the Seabell at plus 160 top three is obviously a good one, given his track record, given everything. Um. I know I went with him last Sunday and it kind of bit me, but he's quote unquote back home. He's been slumping. He needs to come back. Uh, I'll take a Logano at a plus plus four twenty five for a top three. That that's a guy that I actually just saw uh, when I was looking through my list. Come Joey Logano at plus fourteen hundred. That that seems like another guy that kind of jumps out. He's right below Chase Elliott on on DraftKings. Um, plus 400 on DraftKings for for a top three. That's a guy that is uh, he's had a lot of success at Loudon. That it's one of those things where it's like, man, like I I can't imagine that he's you know so far down there. But um, you know he didn't finish in the top five last year there, and uh, you know he only finished in the top five in stage two. Wasn't super good last year, but man, I just feel like Joey always finds his way to come into the top five. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess let's get on to the top five. And, and now this is tough for me because, because I was, I really wanted to pick Kyle Bush for something. I think Kyle Bush is going to be good this weekend. I don't know that he's going to win the race, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's at this, at this point, I can't really take him for a top five, top five, just plus plus one twenty five. I feel like that's just not, that's just not good enough at all. Um, Man, but I don't know. I guess everyone, there's not really many guys that are in that general range that I feel pretty confident about going into the race for a top five. Yeah, there's a pretty steep decline after Joey Logano. Joey Logano's plus 175, and then you fall right off a cliff pretty much. Um, you basically got Brad Kozlowski, Rasha St. Brad Kozlowski, and uh, Eric Amarola in the 200 range, and then it's just 300 to 550. I, uh, for my top five, I chalked down Ryan Blaney at plus two fifty. Is what hey, Barstool has him at. I was just going against my notes and and peeking at the Brad Keselowski. He's plus three hundred on Caesars, but what got my attention on him? Caesars has a lot of extra extra bet options, and one of them is 
a both the finish top five, and they have a both the finish top five on Brad and Martin Ju- Martin Truitt Jr. at plus five hundred, and that's ever so tempting. I I, I honestly. That. I honestly, uh, I told someone that I was going to put $100 on Brad Kozlowski to finish in the top 10 when Loudon rolls around because I figured that you could probably get some of these sports books kind of sleeping. Like Brad Kozlowski's really good at Loudon. Um, and he's been, he's, he's had a lot of good, good runs this year, but he's smart. He always just finds his way up into the top 10, whether he's running super good or just ends up there. Um, I feel good about him. I feel good that he's, I feel like good, good that uh, he'll finish in the top 10. A top five is, is kind of pushing it. Um, so man, and, and I will say Reagan that uh, Ryan Blaney for a top five was what I, what I was going to, uh, you know, have down initially uh, initially before I saw how bad chase Elliott's odds yeah. were. Um, well, that's I, I had to fire it off before you could say anything. I, Cause earlier I was <laughs> yeah. thinking about Sammy Smith and the Xfinity race and that's who Mason took. So I was like, I got to fire this one off first. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say Ryan Blaney, I feel like is a sleeper at this track. You know, obviously I've watched a lot of the races at this track and and I just think that uh, that Ryan Blaney is just sneaky good every once in a while. Um, so I, I definitely like him for a top five, but man, I guess that I can't, there's not, there's not a ton of things that really interest me. And I've already taken Chase Elliott. I mean, Joey Logano's good, but I think that, uh, I think that it'll be a, not not a shoe in by any means, but but Kyle Busch for a top five plus one twenty five. I mean, I might as well just just might as well keep that one on the card. I had him for a top three, like I mentioned, but I like Chase's odds a little bit better, so I'll take Kyle Busch one twenty five for a uh, for a top five. And uh, if we're going top ten, we're gonna have to Reagan. You send all those odds over or what? Uh, top ten's in there too. Should okay. be. I was gonna say because so I'm a. So Grab, this week, I'm eyeballing a guy I never picked for my top ten. This week I am uh I'm going against what I think I I'm taking a guy off my band list, even though I know I shouldn't. Mm. We're at home, it's the hometown crowd. I'm taking Ryan Priest at plus two seventy five for a top ten. I'm taking him off the band list for this week. If he does not pull this off, he is forever banned. Never betting that 41 will forever fade him for the rest of his career. Straight I don't care jail. if he gets another ride. He's getting straight to jail, never coming out, like life sentence, never betting. Never doing betting this in a modified race. You're yeah. never doing take him to tour mod pool. May it well it depends. If he's in a modified and <laughs> if he's in that six car and we're doing a tour mod pool, it might be a little different than betting. But right now, Ryan Priest 41, top ten, locking it in or forever fading him. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Plus two seventy five is pretty fucking good odds. I wish I definitely that... considered him as well. I mean, it's you I, know, I, I wish I wish DraftKings had top ten up right now because that's something that you got to jump on before qualifying comes, and he puts the thing like seventh on on the board on qualifying. Um, yeah. So so basically, you're looking at everyone is negative odds right now up until Brad Kozlowski. And like I mentioned, Brad Kozlowski for a, a top 10, that was going to be like pretty much my lock of the week. I will say, though, the next two guys behind him, Eric Almirola plus 140, Bubba Wallace plus 160. If you're anywhere in the general Massachusetts area, those are two guys that are just fucking solid. I mean, Eric Almirola won the race last year. Bubba Wallace was up front for the majority of the race, um, you know, ran super, super well there. 
I can't really understand why both those guys are so far back. I mean, I guess Eric on Rolla makes sense because he fucking sucks. But Bubba, Bubba's hit or miss at times, but he's he's pretty good. Um, so I would definitely, uh, you know, I, I think that those are two pretty good odds to, uh, you know, pretty good bets to place, but, uh, Brad Kozlowski for a top 10. I mean, it's just a layup. You're taking a standard cast of characters this week, at least for me, I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win everything that I do this week. I'm taking just Brad Kozlowski plus one Oh five. Just a little, just a little layup. The, the Caesars has to your point about, about Bubba Caesars has a Bubba Blaney combo top 10 finish at a plus two eighty. Which isn't terrible. I like but that. But I'm gonna go with a guy I don't really like. And maybe this is maybe this is the way to go. He's number 10 on the metric. He's number last in my heart. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with an Austin Sindrick at a plus five fifty for a top ten. I, I don't know, it just seems you know I, you gotta think Papa Sindrick is, is looking over there at Custer and going, you know what? We could start back up the Infinity team and drop kick old boy back there and sign a, a who knows, sign a a, a Shane Van Gisbergen to maybe. the to the two car, you know. Put Zane maybe, in it. Maybe a Zane Smith who's in the Ford camp. If yeah, if he doesn't like, so I think there's three rides that are that can be available. You know, well two, two mainly the twenty one and the ten, uh, the ten, the two might be there on the on the hot seat. I would hope to be a week from a turn the tide. I feel like Zane's a better representative for Keystone Light than fucking Austin Cindric is. Um, and that two car has been good here. Uh, honestly, I don't, I definitely don't hate that. A guy that, uh, he's not on my ban list by any means, but he's definitely on, not on the, uh, the list of guys that I typically tend to, to, uh, to take. But, um, all right. So let's see. Just rattling off the picks. I got Truex to win plus 650. Chase Elliott. Top three plus four hundred, or no, sorry, plus three forty. Uh, Kyle Bush top five, which was plus one twenty five, and uh, Brad Kozlowski for a top ten, which was plus one oh five. So those are two just those are two that should be layups that will probably come back to bite me. But hey, you know, if you're not laying up you're not trying or whatever the kids are saying so reagan reagan what do you got on your slip i got denny hamlin to win at plus 700 tyler reddick top three plus 500 ryan blaney for a top five at plus 250 and ryan priest top 10 or forever fading <laughs> it's gonna hit this week if he hits, Reggie's going to be like, you guys, I told you all along. I it told you all It was always stuff. priest. <laughs> I, I don't know. I it's If it, if there was going to be a week where he would pull it off, I feel like it would be New Hampshire. I feel I feel like this is, a, this is a good one for sure, too. This is like the make or break week for this. Yeah. It's either going to hit or it's not. <clears throat> for me, I'm, I'm going to stick with Kyle Bush for the win at plus 1,000. Uh, Joe, Joe Lowe at a plus 425. For a top three, Brad Keselowski plus three hundred for a top five, Austin Sindrick plus five fifty for a top ten. There's a lot more out there that I like, and I want one day I wanted us to get in a lot of the side bets, like the winning team or the you know uh, group bets. I think there's a lot of good stuff out there, um, but for now, I think those are my four officials. Hey, I mean, you you can you can do whatever you'd like when you come on here with your bets. Just uh, you know, throw in the winning team. I don't care. Throw in the throw in Group A. Yeah, Toyota to win at plus one twenty five. Lock yeah. it in. 
do do anything like that. That that uh, you know that sounds good to me. Um, but uh, we do have one more thing. What what are you thinking for the lock of the week though? Before we get to uh, a little different motorsports action. Um, that one's tough. I would say uh, Christopher Bell top five would be the lock of the week. Not great odds on it, but it's a lock. Yeah, I mean, I think that you take you take any of those three, um, and you have a pretty good shot. Well, yeah, I mean, it's tough because you can't you can't really bank on all three of them finishing in the top three. But I feel like between C uh, Bell, Truex, and Hamlin, those guys are gonna be those guys are gonna be quick. Um, they Christopher have been... Bell top five is even odds on Barstool. Hey, I mean, if you can get them at even odds, I feel like you should bet the house on it. Um, obviously, gamble responsibly and uh, maybe not gamble with Barstool because they're scumbags right now. But um, there, I'm fading them for now. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll go Seabell top five as a as a lock. He's been so good there. And uh, the only outlier was really that 95 car. And no one was really good in that anywhere except for Michael McDowell. Or not, not Michael McDowell. Um, Matt DiBettadetto that one time in, uh, in Bristol. So um all right well there is one other race we can bet on this week there yes. is there is so uh, the srx series race tomorrow night at stafford and i boy am i looking forward to actually kind of gambling on this and just kind of sitting down and watching it obviously we're recording a little bit early i got a lot of a lot of pals that are going to be down there i don't even know where caesars is legal is it legal in mass reagan uh, Caesars is legal in massachusetts yes okay so for all the pals that are going down to the srx race uh I think that this is one that uh, this is one you should throw a little bit of cash on. You know, the odds, the odds aren't aren't crazy, crazy, but um, they do have race winner odds on the uh, on the Caesars app for the SRX race at Stafford. And Tony head Stewart, to heads. The, yeah. So in Tony. Yeah. So Tony Stewart is uh, is the favorite plus three fifty as the race winner, which I think that he'll be uh, he'll be pretty tough to beat. And then you got Denny Hamlin, who, you know, this is the first time in these cars for Denny and Kevin Harvick, who's next on the list. Um, and, and Brad I, I, I think. Oh, man. I, I mean, so last year, I remember Ryan Newman picked up the win, but I remember Marco Andretti being pretty good. Uh, Marco's been steady improving. He's ran both races. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to. uh I wouldn't. I wouldn't take any of the guys that are coming out their first time and running. That being said, I think that it might have been Newman's first time last year. He goes out there and wins the race. So maybe I'm just maybe I'm just thinking too much into that. But I feel like I feel like watching a lot of these guys that have come, uh, these guys and girls, I guess, that have come and uh, you know just jumped in the thing. It, it, it's so different. Where you know a lot of the people that have done it for you know a couple of years now, they they kind of know a little bit more. Um, but it, it it is just it it's just hard to gamble. I guess, but do you get, do you got anything, Mason? I know you've looked into it. Have you, uh, you know, you picked a winner or anything? So I'm, I'm seeing the odds for the first time. And the one that surprises me, and you talk about no familiarity with the car for some of these guys. Ken Schrader has been like the test driver next to Stremi for the entirety. And he has the longest odds to win. I feel like they're disrespecting my man here. I don't know if I'd put a lot on him, but Schrader still got it. He's still out there reeling the dirt car off an open trailer all the time. Um, 
Outside of him, though, I mean, Marco has been steady and proven. I kind of wish there was a little more f- the diversity, uh, I guess you could say, of, of uh, background in this race. It's kind of like the NASCAR Legend Series with Tony Tanon. You know, it, it's – and I hate that there's no homegrown talent uh, this year because they got tired of getting their ass kicked by Doug Toby. Hmm. But – I don't know. I'm Matt Hirschman thinking- didn't do anything the year after. Just yeah. saying. Well, then, hey, I, I'm a late mile stock guy, and our, our guy got his behind kit at the South Boston race. So, was it do? Luke Fenhouse that raced that slinger? Like, yes, that was he earned running it. up front. Yeah. So, like, some some of the local guys actually did really good. And, I mean, Pollard, Pollard did too. Um, but I don't know. If I had to, if I had to pick one guy, I'm gonna take last. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over you right now. I'm gonna all take right, last year's. Over. I'm gonna take last year's second place finisher. I he surprised me for how good he was. I'm gonna take Marco Andretti at a plus one thousand. God damn it, that's who I was gonna take. You didn't have to fucking skip over him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was sitting here about to take them too. Uh, you're like, and then you. Hey, we could all take. We could all take. We could all take. We could all take him. We we could. We could just make collectively this Scott, we're all going with Andretti. Scott Fowler walking yeah. is is Marco Andretti winning the SRX race at Stafford Motorplex. Yeah, and then we start we start our social media presence and we tag him in it and say, "Hey, after you win and when y'all buy Spire, give us pit passes to all the races we want to go to." Perfect. That that sounds the Andretti Autosport NASCAR series. That sounds that yep. sounds golden to me. Um, I will say, so. Tony Stewart, clear favorite, like like we mentioned. Uh, that's understood. The the Ryan Newman odds kind of surprised me as well. Um, it wasn't even like he was he, he got lucky last year. I mean, he was pretty dominant last year. He, he was he was really good. So uh, plus eight hundred for Newman. I like that too. Um, Bobby Labonte, man, like uh, he he hasn't really he hasn't won a ton of races in these. Um, but he won a heat last year. He won. He won the heat too. I think he got spun at some point in the race. Still finished fourth, fifth, sixth. One, two, three, four, five, sixth. Um. So Bobby Labonte plus seven fifty. I might throw some money on Bobby. You know what? Fuck. Big modified die, Bobby Labonte. Fuck it. I I will I will take Bobby Labonte. Um. I don't feel good about it. I'll tell you that for free. But I just want to have something different than Reagan on the card, and I'll I'll go with old fucking Bob Labinty. You know what looks like free money? In the head-to-heads, there's not many of them. Marco Andretti at a minus 105 over Clint Boyer. For oh. some reason, the book is favoring Clint Boyer over Marco. Yeah, I might be Venmoing Reagan to put a little bit of money on that one. I mean, I'll take that any day. That it's not even... Yeah. Yeah. I like Clint. It'd be it'd be great to see Clint win. I, I was don't just think it's thinking, happening. If I if anybody were to total one of these cars, I feel like Clint Boyer would be the one that could do it. Oh yeah, thousand percent. I I I would I would say that the the Scott Fowler lock of the week should be Marco Andretti over Clint Boyer. I mean, G, like Clint's never been in these cars, and Clint like I love Clint like. He is a fantastic personality, but man, was he the, the definition of mid for his whole career. And you know, yeah, now he's, he's going to be hunt over. 
he any he, yeah he, yeah he's gonna be he's gonna be fucked up in the uh the Stafford parking lot tonight probably uh and he'll probably be drunk going into the car tomorrow um but no I I honestly think Marco Andretti is is gonna finish on the podium and I don't think Clint will so um yeah I I feel real good about that one that I might have to it put. does surprise me that Ke- I just I don't understand why Ken Schrader is the lowest on the list that's what I said that just. I don't know. He's the one that's tested all these cars all this time. He tested them at Stafford last year. Like he has a ton of laps in every single one of those cars at all these tracks. It's like I don't know. Little yeah. Debbie man is coming to let. He's I... running. C- he's racing Seaconk on Saturday. That's afterwards, but he's staying up here for the weekend. I don't know. Just something about that th- plus three thousand odds just pops out at me, and it doesn't make sense. It'd be a good story, and I feel like that whole series is based on stories. So, uh, a lot of manufactured drama, but uh, I'm excited to tune in. Uh, Mason, do you got an official pick, or, or are you gonna go with that head to head? Or Let's you can with... have you can have Marco. I'll t- I'll take a I'll take Schrader at plus three thousand. Yeah, I'll go with Marco to win. I'll right. take Schrader. You know what? Plus three thousand to win. I like. I just started looking at these odds, and that one just doesn't make sense to me. So we're we're gonna take Schrader. All right. I think I think I might have to go Andretti over Clint as my lock because I don't know how I feel really that great about Bob Labonte, but um, we'll uh, we'll figure it out by tomorrow morning, I'm sure. But we'll 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 keep the Scott Fowler lock of the week with a, a Christopher Bell top five. Um, thank Even you to money. all the podiums. Thank you to uh, to Jay Townsend. Thank you to Mike Holmes excavation excavating um, for jumping on board. Uh, again, if you need any land clearing, excavation, or uh, you need septic systems installed, that's uh, Mike Holmes and Son excavating uh, 603-235-7233. Um, and yeah, I think that, that 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 about does it for the Loudon episode with this little bit of Stafford, a little sprinkled in there, and. Uh, you know, you've you've heard you've heard all of our picks and Reagan, you got the, the famous last words or what? Yeah, you're at uh at B Sauce nine six, Mason's at uh Sutton Tire Man fifty one or something like that. I'm Reagan Parent at Reagan Parent seventeen, and we will see all you guys at the cash counter.